Welcome to the Parenting in the Spotlight podcast. I'm your host, Denise Simon, former celebrity talent manager, expert youth acting coach, and a lover of all things adventure and nature. After over 30 years of coaching hundreds of children and young actors who appear on Broadway, television, and film, I have the honest insider tips on how to raise your child star without screwing them up. Thanks for being here. And now on with the show. For over 30 years now, I've been working with young actors and I have found so many mistakes that they fall into. Talented children regularly get passed over in auditions because of bad habits that parents sometimes don't even notice. Now, I think we've already established this is not an easy business. There are many factors that have to line up in order to book a job. So don't let anything that is perfectly avoidable be that reason that your child's not able to get cast. So much of the time, young actors or actors in general get focused on that end goal of being on a TV show or on Broadway. They forget all the steps sometimes that go into making that happen. Good actors make acting look easy, but it's not. This is a job, and if you're going to pursue it professionally, it's not something that happens overnight or is just luck. You have to work hard at it and be smart about how you work at it. So I'm going to lay out some of the small mistakes that often happen with young actors or actors who are just starting out. Parents, take note. So if you're on the lookout for some of these mistakes and can fix them, maybe your child will get a little bit more attention in the audition room. Number one, not memorizing the script. Look, I know these kids are busy. They're in school. They've got after-school activities. They're in rehearsal. And now they get their 12-page script and they're asked to memorize it by the next day. That is part of the job. So actors have to get good at doing that. When they have a script in their hand in an audition, their face is buried in the script, which makes it impossible to make a connection with the reader or scene partner. That's what acting's all about. We want to listen to actors because of the human connections that they create. That's what film and TV is, interacting with people, recreating stories and life on stage or on the screen. When the lines are memorized and the actor doesn't have to think about what comes next, they can be in the moment and really listen. And this is what what I teach as a coach, right? Being in the moment and really listening, it's a very hard skill to develop. And if the lines aren't memorized, there's no way they can do this. If casting directors, producers, the creative team is distracted by watching the child hold their paper, they don't even get that opportunity to see what your child can do. Especially with very young actors, reading can be a challenge that gets in the way of an audition. If they memorize the lines beforehand, they're going to be able to focus on the scene rather than pronouncing the words. And this is expected that that scenes are memorized because when a child is getting a job and when they're working, sometimes these scripts change up so quickly they're asked to learn something very quickly. I know it seems like a lot of work, especially when you're first starting out, but the good news is it gets easier the more you do it. Here's another pet peeve of mine, asking how to say a line. I'll get this a lot from my students. How do I say that line? That is something I will never answer, all right? I will not give line readings. Now, I've talked about the great acting teacher, Sanford Meisner. His definition of acting, again, is living truthfully under imaginary circumstances. 
An actor can only give a genuine performance when they know what the character wants, what motivates them, and how they're going to achieve that. Casting directors want to see children being themselves. When we tell them how to say a line, we're not letting them find their truth and creating that authentic, compelling audition. When parents are coaching them, be careful. Don't give them an example of this is the way you should do it or how a line should be read. Let them find that within. Your child is talented. That's why you started doing this to begin with. So trust them and their instincts. You have to allow them to fail in order for them to grow. Look, the more they do this, the more understanding they're going to have and how to understand a scene and find that natural rhythm or cadence for how it should be played. Let them develop the artistry. Don't get in the way because of how you might interpret the scene. They're the ones on camera. Let them be the ones to make that creative decision. Now, don't confuse what I'm saying with helping provide support and advice, especially if they're young. They're going to need that. A lot of times actors get coached during auditions. This is different than a line reading. Asking questions about the intention and different parts of the scene, like what's their objective, what do they want, is really instrumental. This is why kids need to be in class and train with professionals. These are things your child should be thinking about before they even put something on tape. But if you see them struggling, perhaps ask questions about, Why do you think the character is responding in a certain way? Or maybe ask them about their relationship with the other person in the scene. If you can help them flesh out what's going on in the scene, it's going to help your child find their own individualness and allow them to be their true selves in the audition. Here's another mistake. When actors don't make a choice. Now, maybe they don't know what that means, making a choice. An actor standing there and reciting lines is boring and ineffective. This is not called reading. It's called acting. And acting is doing. The difference between a mediocre scene and a standout audition is the intention that your child's putting behind the lines. What do they want to achieve in the moment? Why are they saying this line right now? When they can make a specific choice, then they're able to start to commit to making the scene their own. Understanding the character's point of view is going to help them make their scene specific and not general. Don't let your child just stand there and say the lines into the camera. First of all, your child should never look directly into the camera unless those are the directions. The reader, which is usually you, should be standing or sitting slightly off to one side of the camera. Remember, acting imitates life. There should always be life and even movement in your auditions as well, if that's possible. So challenging your child to make choices that encourage them to loosen up uh, may make the scene better overall. Don't let the fact that it's an audition or that you're in front of a camera distract you from being very natural and genuine. If your character starts off camera, perhaps they walk into the frame at the top of the scene. If they exit at the end of the scene, They should exit. If they're reaching for something, let them reach for it. But do something. Remember, acting is doing anything that opens up the character and gets your young actor into their character is always better than for them being inside of their head. Working with Denise has been one of the most beneficial decisions I made for my career. 
I've worked with her for three years and her coaching has led me to book multiple voiceover projects as well as a feature film. Denise has always believed in me and I can't wait to see where her guidance, mentorship, and coaching takes me next. Are they second-guessing themselves? I think we all do that. Your child should get to the point where they trust themselves enough to make those choices. Now, I understand. I was an actor. Actors get very nervous and they question everything while they're performing, including if they're even moving right or saying this right, or are they, are they entertaining us? Are they boring? Are they even worthy? All of this mind chatter is going to prevent them from listening to the reader. When they second guess themselves or their talent, that's noise in their head and it gets in the way of what they're doing at that moment. And this is not easy. Even after doing this for many years on both sides of the camera, it's not easy. Help your child build the confidence they need so that their natural ability can shine through. Something I hear over and over again from my colleagues in the industry is they want to see the uniqueness that is just them. They are enough. They shouldn't be worried about trying to be who they think the casting director wants them to be. As a matter of fact, the more you do that, it prevents them from getting the role. So many times, casting can see right through that put-on personality. And that's usually not going to be a good sign in getting hired for the project. They want you. You are enough. And the earlier that young actors can trust that, the better off they're going to be and, and with a higher success rate. Don't show up late. A child may be young, but they're still professional. Remember, they're working in an industry and they need to be respectful of people's time. Being punctual demonstrates they can handle responsibilities in a working environment and that's going to reflect well with them in production, with the production team. Make sure your child understands the importance of what it means to show up on time and be prepared. Here's the saying. I use it in class all the time. Early is on time. On time is late. And late means you're fired. Unacceptable. This is an industry with tight deadlines and every minute counts. Also, if you're late, you don't have time to prepare and get those nerves out of your system. Remember, time is money in this industry. Producers don't want to waste their time on someone who wastes theirs. So it's a really easy thing to prevent early on. Make sure you're setting the right example. Arrive at least 15 minutes early. It'll give you enough time to help you calm your child's nerves down for them to compose their, their thoughts and be ready for their audition. If we're lucky enough to get back into the audition room, don't bring the entire family to the audition. Okay, kidding aside. One person should accompany the child, right? It can make the waiting room crowded and be a nightmare for the team running the audition. Now, I know these days auditions are digital, they're on tape, and it's not that often that you're in the audition room, but especially in theater and as the world is opening up, you'll be able to get back into that audition room more and more. So set a good example for your child. I know everybody's proud of them and they want to be a part of it, but that is not the place. And here's another mistake. Don't skimp on training. Training is crucial. Even if your young actor has a really good look and a great personality, they still need training to succeed. They train in their sports. They train with their instruments. 
there's no difference. The more training they have, the more confidence they're going to get, and the more success they're going to have getting hired and giving an excellent performance. I'm an acting teacher. I know how important training is. Nothing can replace it, and nothing will serve the actor more. Find good coaches and mentors that you trust and who come highly recommended. Actors never stop training. It's probably the most important thing that you can do as an actor. When you want to become a doctor, you're not just thrown into the patient's room and expected to know how to do everything. You learn and you observe from other great teachers and professors who teach you how to be fantastic at what you do. So learn and observe and You're also learning from your peers. This business is all about learning. Learning the skills to become better at your job. Learning your process, developing your process. Learning how to interact with other people in the industry. Everything we talked about today is a great place to start. If you can tackle some of these hurdles at the beginning of your child's career, you're going to be way ahead of the game. So thanks everyone for tuning in to this week's episode of Parenting in the Spotlight. If you enjoyed it, please be sure to share and rate my podcast on Spotify, Apple, or Google. Thanks for tuning into the Parenting in the Spotlight podcast. And thanks, by the way, for sharing this podcast with other parents on the same journey as you. You sharing and reviewing this podcast means the world to us. And if you're new here, don't forget to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at Denise Simon DSE. See you on the next episode of Parenting in the Spotlight.